This is Dating Ourselves, the podcast that talks everything 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. I'm your host, Adam, and I'm joined by my co-host, Brian and Paul. Hello. Hello. Welcome to our special commentary track slash Brian's live reaction to the classic film Sleepaway Camp. Oh boy. This will be best listened to alongside the blockbuster-approved rental of Sleepaway Camp, but we'll do our best <laughs> to keep it interesting for those who haven't had the opportunity to find the movie yet. Worst case scenario, it's on Amazon, it's not expensive, trust me, it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you missed our last episode, you should really check us out. You can find this and all of our past episodes at www.datingourselvespodcast.com on iTunes, Google Music, and wherever you find your podcast. I unfortunately this week found mine at the end of Sleepaway Camp, and uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, oh boy. I, yeah, well, still trying to get over that. <laughs> yeah, this should be exciting. <laughs> Or really terrible. I'm, I'm not exactly <laughs> sure what I'm in for here. It's um, definitely terrible. <laughs> yeah. But uh, go ahead, folks. Grab a soda, pop the popcorn, and we'll be ready for you when you get back. That's right. Press pause when I'm done talking here. Cue the movie. And when you see the American Eagle Films Corp production logo at the beginning of the movie, then go ahead and click play again to resume the audio. So here we are, a year in the making. Sleepaway camp. Look at those trees. It's the best camp ever. So they meant to film this in uh, the fall, but it didn't work out to film all the scenes at once. So they actually painted those trees in the film. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I was just thinking that how must have... few sleepaway camps are actually in the fall. Most of them are in the summer, so I think it's. An I always wondered that myself. Interesting season to choose. Maybe it's Labor Day weekend. It's <laughs> there it's you go. the, the off peak. It's the off peak summer uh, camp. <laughs> you get a discount <laughs> for going off peak yeah. season. <laughs> it's it's eighty percent off this week. <laughs> Dress warm. <laughs> watch it was probably filmed in texas <laughs> i don't know there's no color change in the trees in texas at least that i've seen but yes uh so the most of the trees that are green in the later scenes to follow they actually spray painted them green because they did film in mid-fall but they were um so they filmed the different uh, continuity scenes out of order. And you can see there in this tree right there that if you look at it, like there's a bright orange tree right next to oh, a bright yeah. green tree. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, a little foreshadowing. Nothing better than creepy kids. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Children of the corn, anyone? <laughs> Where is it supposed to take place? Do you know? Do they say? I don't recall, to be honest. Because that was a that was a very very strong accent. Um, <laughs> I'd have to hear it again. I want to say it's it definitely sounds like a a Long Island. Yeah. So maybe it's like it, Vermont or upstate New York. I mean, it certainly explain all the 
all the bright leaf colors and everything. So while we get into the action, uh, this movie is also known as Nightmare Vacation. <laughs> Summer Camp Inferno in Japan, which is probably Ooh. a better name. Sinister mm. Camp in Brazil. <laughs> and Summer Camp Massacre in Fa- in France. Ooh. Oh, hmm, it was, I like that. It was Angel of Death in Hungary. Oh, I like that. That's a little bit of foreshadowing. And Bloody Summer in Germany. Everything sounds cooler in German. It sounds cooler and angrier, usually. <laughs> I would love to hear what that actually was in German. Alright. What is this? Is it a British accent or a New Jersey accent? I honestly can't tell. Uh, not British, but it's definitely either Long Island or Jersey. Those are bathing suits that could only exist in the late 80s. Oh, absolutely. There's a whole lot of things going on with those accents, though, yeah, because it's part Cockney, you know, like Henry Iggins, but there's part of it, it's like, I am walking here. And I don't know what that accent is at all. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Come on, you know I can't do that. Yeah, I didn't know they got Dolph for this role. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, dad swimming in khakis. <laughs> It doesn't get any I say, more are those bad khakis? than that. I thought it was just a tan line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, that didn't take much. It's always a great idea to take a sailboat out with absolutely no wind. <laughs> yeah. Ask Tommy Boy how that went. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> you stuck? Yeah, nail all in here. That is the worst swimsuit I have ever seen. Do you even have a watch on? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Rolex to yeah. match the pinstripe swimsuit. I find it interesting that she actually has a ski vest on instead of a ski belt. Because when I was, you know, learning to water ski, ski belts were the rage. Nobody Mm. really used, uh, you know, ski vests at that point. Interesting. This is painful to watch for a bunch of different reasons. But mostly because I've driven a lot of skiers in my life. And why are they getting that close to the dock to begin with? Because they don't know what's going on. And they're not paying attention. Dang. So a ski boat running over people is terrible to begin with, but at the speed they were going toward the shore, shouldn't that boat be like knee deep in the house in front of it? As opposed to back out to water? You'd definitely think so. So that obviously did not go well for that family. No, it no. did not. A surprising lack of blood for being hit by a boat, too. 
Well, you know, it's in the water, so it all yeah. got washed away. Right, right. It's clean blood. Is that the house from Home Alone? I was just going to ask, it, is that Kevin McAllister's no. house? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it. <laughs> oh, God. Imagine that crossover. Kevin McAllister goes to sleepaway camp. <laughs> <laughs> and Mary Poppins is there to save the day. <laughs> Wow, that's quite the accent she's got. Yes, it is. Wasn't that nice of me? There's a whole bag. (laughs) So as I've stated in earlier episodes when we've talked about this movie... It is not known for its acting or cinematography, although the cinematography is actually quite good for the budget. Uh, but a lot of the actors feel very amateurish throughout. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Painfully so. <laughs> although, I don't know, the ant's given an Oscar-worthy performance right now. <laughs> Hey, it's Neville Longbottom. <laughs> so I never knew that I never knew that people tied strings around their fingers until I watched Glow. <laughs> I knew she was gonna forget. Wow. That sounds oddly suspicious. Yes. If someone hands me a physical paper, we can go, hey, your physical's all done. Just don't tell them how you got it. And I don't remember getting a physical. I think I'm like extra scared at that point. (laughs) This is like got Lori Loughlin written all over it. (laughs) How exactly did your kids get to camp? (laughs) Well, they got a boating scholarship, obviously. (laughs) Right. Mom, I can't even spell boat. (laughs) (laughs) B-O-T-E? Green trees, brown grass. Yellow bus. I know colors, too. Most of the kids in this scene are actually like relatives and relatives and or kids of the production crew that they needed for extras, which is why you'll see kids as young as five years old and like people that are probably in their 30s wearing camper T-shirts just for this one scene (laughs) because they wanted to give the appearance it was a full summer camp. Gotcha. My favorite is the five year old getting off the bus with someone else holding their hand. (laughs) Is that Tony Danza? No, it's not. (laughs) Maybe his dad. Yeah. (laughs) That's about the guy in the real short shorts. (laughs) No, it kind of reminds me of the scene in, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, Hocus Pocus, where uh, all the kids are being like summoned to the house 
and there's kids there that are like definitely like in their 20s <laughs> but in like <laughs> footy pajamas <laughs> i would be nervous of any camp that is run by people in this age group yeah well and that look like this <laughs> like that dude is super creepy There must be a tide coming in. Because everybody has their pants hiked well. (laughs) (laughs) I don't ever remember that being a fashion trend. No, I think that was a little before our time. Maybe. Huge trucks of wand. (laughs) (laughs) So the original artwork for the box set when this got released on video had uh, the American Red Cross um, on it. And uh, the Anchor Bay was actually sued by the Canadian branch of the American Red Cross because apparently using their logo on something that is not a first aid kit is against the Geneva Convention. Oh, (laughs) damn. That's interesting. So they recalled all the packaging So what I just found out is all of my copies of this movie are now collector's items and possibly a felony according to international law. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I mean, if you're going to do it, you might as well go big, right? Oh, foul language. I do not approve. What the hell is wrong with that kid? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that. In case you didn't know how to spell Meg, it's (laughs) M-E-G. I thought maybe there was a silent letter in it. (laughs) (laughs) M-Z-E-G. I do have to say those mattresses look better than any summer camp that I ever went to. Jeez. What summer camps did you go to? Because those (laughs) look horrible. I don't know. They're actually spring cots. Every summer camp I ever went to was always a wood uh, bench type. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I remember the one that we used to go to for school, and those were definitely like the wood cot type, or wood base ones, which were not comfortable. I miss wood paneling like that. I know I shouldn't, (laughs) but for some reason it always makes me feel happy. You can also tell this is a set, because if you look at the walls, they don't go anywhere near the ceiling. No, there's definitely, <laughs> right. like, like, scaffolding and stuff behind there, you can see. <laughs> That's one of the camp counselors. <laughs> I 
Be so careful, that man. is Frank Sorrento, who is the brother of the situation from Jersey Shore. No way! No way! I was going to guess that he was Jolyn Turner from Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks like an Italian Mark from Orc. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what they're cooking here. It looks like pineapple and ham. I mean, that sounds good. It does, except that it's slices of pineapple on top of, like, lunch meat ham. Yeah, that's not exactly how I would recommend doing it, but... I do appreciate a kitchen where they openly drink beer and smoke cigars around children. (laughs) (laughs) You feel like they would do background checks before they let you be a camp counselor or a camp chef or... Apparently not back in the day. See previous note about drinking beer and smoking cigars around children. (laughs) (laughs) I just figured that was, you know, quaint. (laughs) Hey, if you're going to go to a summer camp in the fall. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) You get what you pay for. All the the professional camp counselors are on summer vacation. I'm dying to know what a topless green onion is. Uh, I would assume it's like the the kind of the wild part that you don't eat is cut off. I don't know. And I'm mostly bringing that up to distract away from the horrifying scene that is taking that's, place. That's fair. Uh, you remember when you could yell at kids and they actually would be too afraid to tell another adult? <laughs> Don't tell mom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't and, work. And then the old dude from the end of uh, Vegas Vacation is just sitting there like, what's going on? <laughs> Why is everyone so mad all of a sudden? Let me I'm smoke the cigar smoke. over the food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ash right into the food. That is the biggest pot I've ever seen. Like, that thing is almost legitimately as tall as he is. That's not a pot, it's a water heater. (laughs) Oh, is it? (laughs) Well, I mean, it is a pot, but it definitely looks like a water heater. I was going to say, I've lived in apartments with smaller water heaters than that. (laughs) (laughs) That's not enough salt for that corn. No, not at all. I think he ran out. (laughs) He threw a pinch of salt in... On like a ten gallon uh, jug of water, uh, pot of water. Oh, that's like a, that's, that's not, more that's than like a fifty gallon. Gallons. Yeah, that's like yeah. a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how you get the corn out of that without you know killing yourself. Uh, Although that a might very be very big colander. <laughs> <laughs> and two guys named Zed. <laughs> <laughs> This is the worst POV in history. Yes, it is. 
That's some generic-ass hot cocoa in the back. Yes, it is. (laughs) It's hot cocoa brand cocoa. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, the potholders are behind the really hot thing. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Oh. I have that chair that he's standing on, but I painted it black. (laughs) Just like the Rolling Stones, huh? (laughs) Gotta paint it black. (laughs) Uh-oh. (laughs) Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. Oh, 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 it's the Toxic Avenger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, man, those blisters, you can see them getting bigger. Oh. That's brutal. So they covered him in latex and they pumped in uh, glue from behind to get that effect. Ah, nice. That was pretty good practical effects on that. Oh, yeah. Fort Edward Hudson Falls. So the paramedics that are carrying him away are actual paramedics. Really? Yep. Because that's how cheap they were. (laughs) They had to be on here for union. They had to be on set for union reasons. So they put him in the movie. (laughs) So this was in New York. Okay, I got you. How will I ever look at him again? Oh, God, look at that fly strip next to their head. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. So New York doctors still make house calls in the 80s? Or camp (laughs) calls? I guess so. That's not ominous. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Hey. Ha! Wow, he turned real quick. $50? Screw that guy. <laughs> They're still going to use that pot. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> I'm sure they'll probably use those fly strips for flavoring, too. Mm-mm-mm. A little extra protein. It's probably not too terrible, actually. It's that hot. It's just, you know, protein and flavoring at that point. <laughs> Except for the glue that's on on the actual strip.
Because they're getting an extra $25 a week, too. <laughs> oh, wait. He's a bad negotiator. That's not going to work. <laughs> Oh no. This is not going to be good. And this is how waterboarding was invented. (laughs) (laughs) Just waiting for somebody to do a frog splash from the windowsill. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie Guerrero comes flying in. (laughs) Or, uh... Or Yokozuna does... What was his finisher? Oh, the, uh, the bonsai drop. The bonsai drop, that's right. Oh! oh close! <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, five bucks. Five bucks. Big yeah. spender. John Stamos Inflation. is in this movie. <laughs> he needs he needs that five bucks to get the other half of his shirt. <laughs> he's He's got the second half of his shirt on layaway. That's another thing I don't remember being a fashion trend. I don't remember male midriffs being attractive. <laughs> it, that was like basically football jerseys in the 80s, but I never saw shirts like that. It was like... The jerseys are the only thing I ever saw that were, like, mid-cut like that for guys. A lot of uh, lifting shirts were like that, too. Yeah, that's true. Fair. But I feel like that was more of a 70s thing, but... Well, this is on the cusp. This is, what, 83, I think? I think so. Whoa, we got a hold of that one. Those are the most awkward bases I've ever seen. They're like a full six inches tall. (laughs) I think they're life jackets that they just are not life, like the life preservers that you have on like a paddle boat. Yeah, the the undersea boat. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's. Those are the kinds of bases where you tear ligaments in your ankle when you step on them wrong. Yes. Whoa, that was a eat, comeback. Eat shit and live. That's a positive <laughs> spin. Yeah. I think the point is that you probably don't want to live after eating shit. <laughs> there you have it. He was just playing boxing on a calculator game. <laughs> and he runs away from the ball. Oh, no, he's actually You wonder why he got an ass in the face. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's the play of the century right there. In the middle of a boxing... And he's winded. (laughs) In the middle of a boxing (laughs) match, he manages to drop the game and chase down a fly ball that he should not have been able to get to. Play of the century right there. The most impressive thing is that was a $500 calculator when this came out. Yeah, that's true. Now we got to see how Joey Ramone's going to do at that. <laughs> oh! And he throws a softball pitch. 
All right. He like that me. camp counselor won his, uh, got Five his dollars. other half of his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he can finally get it out of layaway. I love the aviator sunglasses that you can see from space. <laughs> I also like the balding 20-year-old mullet that's standing in the green shirt back there. That's a trash can in the back. For a split second, I thought it was a keg, and I was like, man, I want to go to this summer camp. <laughs> Another random five-year-old mixed in with the 20-year-olds. I say you just combine three seven-year-olds. That equals 21. You know, you can you can let them drink. <laughs> You'll That's need all three of them to do a keg stand. <laughs> The guy with the black concert-looking shirt. Can anybody make out what that logo is? Uh, it looks vaguely familiar, but I can't place it. I thought Guns N' Roses for a minute. This would have been pre-Guns yeah, N' Roses. Yeah, this is 83. And probably, that's why yeah. I was like, I don't think that's it, because... Uh, right. Blue Oyster Cult. Nice. There you go. <laughs> is that Wayne Arnold? <laughs> it kind of does look like him. There's a lot of doppelgangers. We got Wayne Arnold. We got you know Tony Danza. We got uh, John Stamos in his half shirt. <laughs> nice pants. I have nothing to say because I have those pants. <laughs> I, say, I used to have really similar pants. <laughs> and I have that shirt. Stevie Ray Vaughn, when he was 10 years old, just walked in. <laughs> <laughs> the way they busted through that door, I thought a bigger guy was going to walk between them and they were just going to hold the doors. <laughs> I would also like to point out that there is a there is paint on the wall behind the girl and it said cocaine max on it at a <laughs> summer camp for little kids. They were trying to go. You Boy, stopped the them. The adults do a great job of keeping control at the summer camp. Yes. <laughs> the camp director's just watching this fight, and he's like, eh, I'm just going to sit here and smoke my stogie. <laughs> Collect my $50 a week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> we know Paul. <laughs> no relation. <laughs> so he looks like what's his face from uh national lampoon's vacation oh rusty yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's his name uh michael anthony hall is that it uh yeah <laughs> yep yep 
Oh, nice story. Yes. I always do well when I try and pick up women with stories of sexual assault. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. This was the 80s. That didn't exist then. No. Especially in 80s movies. (laughs) Yeah. No kidding. Hey, she actually had, like, a little bit of a facial expression in that scene. Did the counselor change clothes from when he took the kid to the infirmary to when he came back? (laughs) Oh, she said something. (laughs) (laughs) Good night. I feel like this is the perfect time to point out that somehow this movie has 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. What? Wow. Also, how did Dauber from Coach end up in this movie? Let's go skinny dipping by ourselves. <laughs> Male bonding time. Oh, and there's butts. There's a lot of butts in this movie. Yes, there are. You might say it's cheeky. <laughs> yes, that water looks so warm. <laughs> so see if it's As in it the would fall be in, in upstate yeah, New York. New York. <laughs> They're known for their very warm uh, falls. <laughs> That's the perfect time to go skinny dipping. Those are the two greatest pickup lines of all time. <laughs> I interest anyone in a moonlight canoe ride? I won't try anything. I promise. <laughs> 60% of the time, that pickup line works every works time. Every time. Yeah. I won't try anything and don't ask how these physical forms got filled out. <laughs> Nothing suspicious. Those are the, that is the worst form of paddling I've ever seen. Yeah. He's like paddling like two inches every time. Have you ever been out in a boat at night like that in the middle of nowhere? Nope. It is that, almost impossible to find your way home. Yeah, that does not sound like my idea of a good time. Huh, I wonder what's going to happen here. So the reason for the awkward cut there... Yeah, she just swam when... past herself. It was like a glitch in the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the awkward cut when the canoe flipped there, uh, Kenny, uh, portrayed by John Dunn, uh, cut his hand open on a rock under or when they flipped the canoe, and they had to rush him to the hospital. He lost a huge chunk of his hand. Oh! So they had to film this like a month later. Oh, I'm trying to remember I feel like in one of the Lord of the Rings movies that happened to to Sean Astin like he like broke his foot while like running down the side of a, a hill oh no that was uh, maybe it was Billy Boyd I can't remember who it was now no 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 it was the guy that played Aragorn 
Oh, uh, Vigo Mortensen. Vigo Mortensen, yeah. He uh, kicked a helmet and broke his toe in the middle of That's the what it was. scene. Whoa. Uh, that also happened to DiCaprio in Django Unchained. That scene where he's like yelling and his hand starts bleeding from breaking the glass. He actually yep. like gouged his hand open in the middle of the scene. Ooh. Yep, kept acting right through it. Damn. That's a badass right there. Yeah, no kidding. It's Leo. Let's leave our high friend in the water at night. Yeah, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Surprised there's not like a lights out curfew type thing at this camp either. What's the best time to sneak out? Well, I was going to say, and going back to the previous scene, I feel like that's pretty loose on the rules at this place. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Nice job, Gilligan. Is the dude drunk at like eight in the morning? (laughs) Shitter's full! (laughs) (laughs) Also, why is like all the lawn furniture in the lake... (laughs) So the lifeguards can play poker instead of watch the kids. Whoa! Oh! Oh, that was gross. Afraid of a few snakes and some turtles. That's a lot of decomposition for like six hours. Yeah, no kidding. Although that could have been a bite mark. Or it might not be the next morning. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the leaves are already green again. It could have been like... (laughs) So to show how dated this community is, real paramedics, real ambulance. Yes. I feel like I owned that panel van. Real Tom Selleck mustache right there. (laughs) (laughs) It's actual genuine Tom Selleck hair. I can't count. (laughs) I wonder if he's going to get his deposit back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nice. I like the knee-high black socks with the shorts. (laughs) And the stogie. You can't forget the stogie. Well, of course. That's a given. Yes, we hope this boy drowned in a tragic accident instead yes. of, you know, manslaughter. Can you imagine the amount of paperwork me and my mustache are going to have to do? <laughs> this was an actual, like, homicide. <laughs> my mustache has to get home to his wife and kids tonight. <laughs> That's right. We can't play volleyball on the beach where there's sand. We have to do it on a uneven court. That appears to be in someone's backyard. Given the terrain. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) 
That is a pretty epic side pony that one girl is rocking. She also has her name on her shirt in case you forgot it's June. <laughs> she has like been talking with like 12 guys and like one kid that's like way younger than her is talking to a girl about his age. <laughs> I have a problem with this. <laughs> she also talks in like a weird British accent for some reason. Wow, apparently Meg is jealous. <laughs> I haven't nailed to shit since I got to this camp, so uh <laughs> quite uncomfortable. <laughs> There's a whole cord of corn backed up there. <laughs> Finally, Pepsi. <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> they must have had to pay a lot to get that advertising in here. <laughs> no, the, I think Pepsi is trying to infiltrate the North. Ricky, you're a goon, man. You're a double zero. (laughs) (laughs) It's that same mind over matter trick, isn't it? Yeah, pretty close. Wow, those are both super awkward. At least it's somewhat realistic for the age group they're trying to portray. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's fair. As opposed to the 20-year-old smoking weed behind the canoe. <laughs> I have no idea what she means. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently she thinks she's clever, though. (laughs) Boy, they have something against Mozart. Just let him play his calculator games in peace. (laughs) Guy's a gold glove boxer in calculator boxing. Are these in a sock instead of a feather? That's Yes. You gotta make do with what you have. <laughs> I've only done that to one person in real life. Oh my god! He wow. gets a little cr- uh, shaving cream so he pulls a knife? That escalated quickly. So does anyone <laughs> want to take a venture at who the person was that I did that in real life to? Uh, pulled a knife on or did the shaving cream? <laughs> did the shaving cream. <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess one of your parents. Nope. 
<laughs> but probably why you're still alive today. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Who would... You're thinking way too hard about it, Adam, considering it was you. Was it? Yep. I don't... Was that at uh, Ryan's birthday party? Yes. That's right. Not I my forgot. birthday party. Ryan, yeah. 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 R- Ryan, yes. Friend of the show, Ryan. Friend of the show, Ryan, yes. He, uh... Yeah, we had a birthday party. We camped out in like his front lawn after watching what was it, the faculty? Yes. When they were writing this character, did they basically just say, uh, we're going to have some girl who's just mean to people, like everyone, for no reason. <laughs> like, there's no story behind it, no no real significance. She's just there to be horrible. Oh, here comes Captain Buzzkill Meg. <laughs> Meg! Well, maybe if you didn't scream at her. Yeah, no kidding. He's got great hair, though. Yeah. (laughs) It kind of sounds like the blinded me with science (laughs) synth part. I'm glad to see they're all taking the death of their friend quite well. Yeah. Considering, you know, they watched his body bag be pulled out of the (laughs) river. And yet none of them seem to have any sort of reaction at this point. Oh yeah, Kenny, I think he went home. I have no comment to that line. Uh, yep, nope. <laughs> That's some great, like, lifetime movie acting right there from that camp counselor. Is she a counselor or another camper? I've never been able to figure that out. I don't know. She seems to kind of go back and forth. <laughs> That's probably why she showers with all the other girls. 
<laughs> Get him, Ricky. Yes, you? real stern talking to right there. Yeah. Yep. Why the hell are you on the roof anyway? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Could you well, imagine? Well, that they was got record down time. super quick. <laughs> How did they all get down off the roof in a half a second? <laughs> I'm keeping your parents' deposits. <laughs> now I'm going to go smoke a stogie in peace. <laughs> and I will investigate these physical forms. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently all of those uh, kids are part of President Scroob's intergalactic army from <laughs> Spaceballs. Yes. They all have the salute down very well. Morning, President Scroob. <laughs> <laughs> Such an odd, odd sound effect to pipe in there. The feet running on concrete when they're <laughs> running across grass. <laughs> yep. Uh, thanks for the overshare? It's got Par- the reading material down. Par- apparently he's from Boston. <laughs> Wicked dump. Uh-oh. This looks... ominous. I think it's more than ominous. <laughs> <laughs> Nominous? What a way to go. <laughs> Autonomous? <laughs> What, what are we going with here? <laughs> <laughs> You give him all the easy ones! <laughs> Come on. Beehive death. Oh, we have a knife. Who does number two work for? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, you show that turd who's boss. <laughs> Dang, boy, what'd you eat? Oh, no. Oh, crap, it is a beehive death. Oh. And poor Macaulay Culkin was never the same. (laughs) This is why he drives an Uber in Orlando now. I'm guessing he was allergic. Oh! Oh! Oh my god, that's horrifying. 
The practical effects are amazing. Seriously, like, it's kind of crazy how disgusting the practical effects in this movie are. Go pump some iron. <laughs> Get those endorphins flowing, bro. 1,001. You have to start at 1. You can't just start at 1,000. Can't tell if that's a banana or a blue moon. <laughs> <laughs> she looks very confused. There was a door here before. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, the portrait moved again. <laughs> the whole cabin is sitting on cinder blocks. That's got to be great. <laughs> yeah. The- I feel like this is the perfect time to uh, point out that Robert Hiltzak, the writer and director of this movie, dedicated it to his mother. Wow. Well, it's a love story at heart. <laughs> That's still really weird if you think about it. Is, is she playing hard to get or is this like a really, really awkward, awkward she- scene? She's actually taking hard to get literally. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's true. What? What is this (laughs) cutscene? Someone's going to have to explain what the hell is going on to me. I don't think I can. Yeah, I think this is the director trying to take like an artistic moment or something. Bed knobs and broomsticks going on and... So I always thought maybe they were trying to imply something about her aunt, which might explain some of her characteristics in the beginning of the movie. Hmm. But I still never could make heads or tails of it.
<laughs> I'm going to start anytime I'm addressing a group of people. That's how I'm going to start. <laughs> okay, gangsters. <laughs> <laughs> Like, start out a business meeting. Okay, gangsters, today we're going to talk about synergy. We should have been keeping track of the body count. Does anybody know at this point? There's the fact. Well, okay, hold on. There was, there was the... the guy that uh, got knocked over with the pot of water. Right. There was yep. the kid that got killed in the water. Kenny. Kenny, yep. There beehive. was the beehive. beehive. And that's it so far, right? I think so. So three? I feel like, I feel like we're missing one. Maybe we're not. I kind of feel we are too, but I don't know what it would be. I was just trying to figure out how they're down to twenty-five oh, did we, kids. <laughs> do we do the? Do we do the canoe? We, did we do that? Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that was the that was Kenny, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but right, what about right. the sailboat at the beginning? Because that would be two. Oh, you're right. At least two. So, five? Are they using toilet paper as flags? Yes. (laughs) She seems very concerned about it. I hope it works. Capture the flag is definitely her game. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. She's so weird. Like, the way she... Like stares at people is very strange. She looks so proud of herself. And now she's really hurt for some reason. <laughs> It's all a ploy to get to Ricky. Oh, Ricky, you're so fine. You're so fine. You wonder if they filmed all these scenes on the same day with the bench? Because <laughs> <laughs> guys, it's the same we, towels in the back. Guys, we lose the bench after lunch. We have to record at least half the movie on here.
Well, at least she lost the side ponytail. <laughs> hey, Mark, how's your sex life? <laughs> the most awkward dialogue ever. <laughs> I like, I like how this scene is going on. And then for no reason, right behind them is the situation's brother pumping iron. <laughs> well, that's what you do. Hey, I Jim feel I have to laundry, point out right? that there's a beach towel that has the same pattern as like every kitchen towel I've ever owned. <laughs> <laughs> it goes with the uh, the fifty gallon stock pot. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, don't don't pay attention to anything that's going on. Yes, the camp counselors or the camp director is just going to let them, you know, torture this poor girl. He also is physically assaulting one of his campers. Hey, at least the lifeguard is mostly sober. (laughs) Ignored the whole conflict up until that point, but when it counted, he was there. Hey, he can't... he (laughs) He can't actually do anything until they're in the water. God, these are the worst camp counselors of all time. Maybe even worse than uh, Camp Crystal Lake. (laughs) (laughs) That's setting the bar pretty low, too. (laughs) At least they watch the kids for the most part. True. They only lost one. (laughs) Yeah, but he also came back as a demonic serial killer, so, you know... You win some, you lose some? He would have had a field day here. (laughs) Let's all sit around my motorcycle and have a nice discussion about the stars. (laughs) I'd love a Switch. (laughs) Play some Pokemon... Oh, I thought you meant to get the kids in line. (laughs) (laughs) Different kind of. I think that means she is a counselor. God, what is wrong with this camp? (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if she's going to get a $50 raise. (laughs) I don't know, but just from watching this movie, they need to shut this place down.
So how many times a day do these campers shower? It seems like every conflict, they're always going to and from the shower. It's like passing the football in uh, in the room. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how anyone showers. <laughs> yeah, I don't often play a kazoo in the shower. <laughs> I usually just belt it like no one's watching. <laughs> What? Damn. Knife through the paper wall. Jeez. Seriously, what the heck? Is that Mozart's knife? I think you're right. I never noticed that. I haven't seen Mozart in a while. You think his parents made him go home? <laughs> He's looking for AAA batteries for his calculator. <laughs> <laughs> But very, very conscientious about saving water. You gotta wash your murder weapon first, though. Yeah, I mean, there's still blood on it. To be fair, that was the more humane way to go, as opposed to having dinner with the camp director. (laughs) Fair (laughs) enough. We're gonna take all 25 kids for a camp out in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) with hatchets and one flashlight what could go wrong jeez passive aggressive much Eddie there's Paul always the loner (laughs) wearing those mom jeans (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, he's got to hike him up a little bit more. I feel like Ju- Judy's heading toward a wood chipper, wood chipper. <laughs> Fargo style. Fargo style. Or um, what's the oh gosh, what's the one with um, Pete the uh, Pete the pirate? Um, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, say, God, the, I think that happens in Rumble in the Bronx the, too, but I no, can't. No, no, I don't the, know what you. The guy from. Um, dodgeball that played Pete the Pirate was uh, Dale and Tucker versus Evil. Um, oh yes, not not seen that one unfortunately. So oh, you need to watch it. The the list keeps ever growing. <laughs> but we got to this one finally. We got to Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, it only took us a year. Because you can't take kids in the woods and not expect them to be a pain in the ass. (laughs) (laughs) 
So what are they doing? Going back to the cabin? Leaving the other children unattended. Yeah, as you do. To be eaten. Your job as a camp counselor isn't to watch all the kids. And now for a creepy POV shot. Uh-oh. Hatchet? I love that book. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good book. God, this movie is creepy. That might have just been the 80s in general. Why are you wearing so much cologne anyway? (laughs) Well, that was a quick forgive. That's Judy, man. That's how she rolls. Why does her accent always change? She probably doesn't know what character she wants to be. (laughs) Not a lot of acting direction, I'm sure. (laughs) Just be as annoying as possible. People will get it. Why is there an outlet where the light switch should be? <laughs> it's a uh, it's a fork drying unit, actually. <laughs> <laughs> is that what those are for? <laughs> yeah, try it out sometime. <laughs> be sure to wear shoes when you do, though. <laughs> I, I heard your brother has some experience with that. Uh, yeah, he uh, nearly set the band room on fire in high school on accident by shoving a paper clip in an outlet that wasn't working. And then pressing the reset button on the outlet while the paper clip remained in the outlet. Um, <laughs> How that works? Shot sparks everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> True story, actually. Wait, how is she standing up? Yes. Lisa and Jan were there. <laughs> Interesting. Yes, let's not, you know, clean this up at all so that the other children don't walk in on the horrifying murder <laughs> scene. Why is she curling her hair in the dark? Dramatic effect.
That's why the light's off. But there's also like apparently a car sitting out front with its headlights going <laughs> yeah. through the window. <laughs> Well, in that case, death by curling iron. Oh no! It's like, why is she like softly whimpering right now? How does one do death by curling iron? I mean, I realize it can burn. I don't know. Ooh, I like the effect of, like, the walls kind of being uh, tapered there so it makes her, like, fingers all distorted. Looks very creepy. (laughs) I like the Corey Taylor screams that she does. Fun fact, she actually became the lead singer of Slipknot before (laughs) Corey Taylor. Oh, I'm so gonna get fired. (laughs) Gravy. Mel's gonna be so mad at me. But I saved two! (laughs) (laughs) We're currently not being watched by anyone. (laughs) You gotta take the good with the bad. Also, it is impossible to tell what he's looking at. Like, obviously, by his reaction, you can tell it's some of the campers, but there is not enough evidence there to prove that. So this happens in a lot of summer camp massacre movies. If there's a bunch of people sleeping in sleeping bags and, you know, there's one hatchet kill, by the time you got to the third one, don't you think someone would wake up? You'd think so. And you're not necessarily like, it's a sleeping bag. You can get out of it. Yeah. Yeah, you're not like, (laughs) like locked into it or anything. kid just walked out with a lot of open food. Well, I think his canteen privileges are back. Jeez. The guy looks like he just competed in the Masters. (laughs) (laughs) Hulk smash! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, leave all the kids unattended when there's a killer on the loose. (laughs) Puny god.
Yeah. It's a thought. The big eyeballs watching you, man. <laughs> oh! I killed the wrong child. That was a pretty good shot. I didn't see a bow either. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just the, the arrow. just threw the arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Flicked it paper football style. <laughs> I haven't seen one of those flashlights since the 80s either. <laughs> That's not a police flashlight. That's the plastic one that you drop and it shatters every time. Yep. Also, don't worry, everyone. The situation is under control. Tom Selleck's mustache is back. That's right. That's right. And again, let's leave all the kids alone while we go to look for the killer. <laughs> We're not creating a massacre buffet, I swear. <laughs> they also, like... You know, obviously they're concerned, but they don't seem nearly concerned enough for the fact that, like, six or seven campers have died at this point. Screw you guys, we're all staying together. Cue the triumphant music. This this guy likes candy, you can tell. <laughs> He's got a bloody nose and they're so like, oh my gosh, he's alive. Something horrible's happening. Well, they just found Meg. That is a fake mustache. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is painted on. It really is. It's like it's like tar. <laughs> that so the actor had to shave his mustache for another role, <laughs> and then they came back to film this later. That's hilarious. It went from like a Tom Selleck real mustache to like a Groucho Marx uh, glue on mustache. <laughs> and as we approach the stunning conclusion, now would be the time to get ready for Brian's reaction video. Hmm. Let's see. First time anyone's asked her if she's all right. Yeah. Ooh.
So her husband left because for another man, based on that cut scene. Yeah, that was always my guess. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. There you have it. The epic reveal. All right. <laughs> oh. Fade to green. <laughs> So to film that final scene, because obviously they, they, the actress that portrayed Angela couldn't be used for that scene. So they hired a local college kid who had to get drunk and then they made a prosthetic head. Of the, like a likeness of the girl. Right. So that they could film that final scene for the stunning reveal. Oh. Brian's really quiet. Is he okay? <laughs> it's definitely bizarre. I'm not really, I'm not really sure. <laughs> now picture yourself being 12-year-old me. Yeah. That'll stay with you for a while. Yeah. I mean, shoot. I watched this when I was in my 30s, and it still stayed with me for a while. Like... I think the silence says everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that really, really disturbed me when I saw that the first time. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. I even got like super uncomfortable when I knew the scene was coming up again. Like my, my pulse started like getting fast and I was like, oh God, I can't do this again. So the only bad camper to not be killed off was Mike. And uh, Mike would return in Return to Sleepaway Camp in 2008. Oh, nice. Wow, that's quite a gap between. I'm assuming he's no longer a camper. (laughs) Well, uh, it's interesting. Speaking of the sequels to the Sleepaway Camp movies, uh, obviously they they really can't bring these people back. Uh, So in the sequel, it was actually Bruce Springsteen's sister, that was the Pamela lead character. Oh. Yep, she played Angela for all the future iterations. Yep. The film was uh the most requested ep- or most requested movie for the podcast How Did This Get Made from Paul Shear? Yes. Oh, that's such a good show. And it was featured on episode 48, if you'd like to listen to that as a follow-up to this. I think I'm going to have to go and listen to that, because I love that show, but I never made... I didn't make it that far yet. (laughs) 
The fact that Brian is still shocked silent <laughs> is my favorite part of this whole thing. It's definitely not the direction I thought it was going to go, so that's for sure. <laughs> the best part is, is we can talk about it still without revealing it to the audience. <laughs> yeah. Although, if you're listening to this, you're likely watching the movie, so enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And the fact that they just have a freeze frame on that creepy expression just drives it home. Fade to green. Yeah, it's like almost like a typo negative album. Yeah. Well, I just want to say thank you to everyone for uh, joining us in this life-altering experience for Brian. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, it was something. So uh, it actually wasn't as completely traumatizing as I was expecting it, but it definitely was. Uh... <laughs> I, I am without words. So, <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks again, guys, for checking this out. Um, we will have another um, Halloween special as well that we're going to be doing soon, where we're going to chat about. Uh, something a little bit more lighthearted about some of our favorite um, childhood Halloween costumes that we either made or bought for ourselves in our own uh, youth. But uh, be sure to check that out as well as some of our other um, recent episodes and uh, our upcoming stuff too. Thanks again for joining us on Dating Ourselves. And if you like what you heard, there's more to come. You can check us out at www.datingourselvespodcast to learn more about us and the show. And you can check us out on our Contact Us tab if you'd like to submit your own nostalgic topics. You can also send us submissions at datingourselvespodcast at aol.com. We've, We've got, got mail. mail. But in addition to iTunes, you can also find us on TuneIn Radio, Google Music, and wherever podcasts are downloaded. Please be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss any of the throwback shit. Oh, yeah. We post additional content on Facebook at facebook.com slash datingourselvespodcast. If you're on Instagram, you can find us at Dating Ourselves Podcast. And we do the Twitter thing, too, at Dated Podcast. And remember, just like Paul's head at the end of the movie, we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have to... One more quick fact about this movie. So the prosthetic head they made for the final decapitation at the end of the movie, one of the cast members walked off with it, and they have no idea who took it. <laughs> Wow, nice. that's in someone's attic somewhere, really being creepy and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, if you're too old for Snapchat and too young for Life Alert, you've just been dated. Bye, guys. Arrivederci. Goodbye.